0: You are now tuned into the Antidote Podcast with DJ Graphmatic and Paulie Duns. Subscribe now and please consider leaving us a 5-star review. Take the Antidote.
1: Back to the antidote. I'm Paulie Dubs. That's my DJ, DJ Craftmatic.
2: Yes, sir.
1: And a couple of weeks ago, we were talking about the Lakers, and uh, I brought up the question of is is Magic Johnson going to get fired at the end of this season? (laughs) And no, the answer is no. He's not because (laughs) on the last home game of the season, but right when when the game starting, he called a press conference to announce that he's quitting and he fired himself it was like in an epic epic fashion uh the press conference was just so beautiful i mean this dude he quit via the press conference he didn't even have the composure or the guts to tell Jeannie bus to her face that he's quitting this job as the president of the los angeles lakers
2: yeah, bro. And that, <clears throat> the the crazy part about that when you just talk about Jeannie Buss is that he t- just had a meeting with her. It was a three hour meeting the day, day before. before. And he still didn't tell her. Like they sat there and talked for three hours. And even if he was contemplating it, he didn't even let her like talk him out of it or nothing. He just said, fuck it, I'm done.
1: <laughs> and but the like, come to think of it, was he ever really there? Like, was, you no. know what I mean? Was he engaged with it? Did he care about it? No. Yeah, no. I mean, it's pretty obvious. LeBron fell into his lap, but outside of that, everything else has been a disaster. Every move that he's made yeah, has for been sure. a complete disaster. I mean, getting rid of uh, Brooks Lopez, D'Angelo De- Russell,
2: yeah, who's now who's now in the playoffs right now when LeBron's at home with the uh,
1: nuts, Julius Randle,
2: Julius Randle,
1: right? And all these players had career years after they fucking left that shit show. That is the, uh, the lake show.
2: Yeah. And I mean, it, just look at the history of, of magic Johnson. If y'all get a chance, whatever y'all just look it up, man. They have kind of got like a, I remember you sent me a, an article Polly, and it kind of talks about all of, all of the things that he'd been ventured into outside of, you know, with him trying to deal with, with basketball. And it's like, anytime he touches anything that has to do with a basketball court, um, he's just terrible. And outside
1: uh, of playing basketball.
2: Yeah, outside of playing basketball, it, it's just it's just fucking terrible. And the one that said, I remember, he, and I forgot about this, but then when I read it, I was like, oh, yeah, he did. When he took over that head coaching job for a little yep. bit. And he did basically the same shit. He quit. Yeah, he quit. Like, <laughs> quit F- like, like, seven, like 10 games in. <laughs> in the same kind of fashion, too. Just was like, fuck it, I'm done.
1: Yeah, he's like, yeah, that's ain't cool. I mean, to his... To his respect, the Los Angeles Dodgers that he is a co-owner of and that he's got a hand in running day-to-day operations, they've made it to two back-to-back World Series. This is true. How many rings did they win in those? None. <laughs> the, NLs,
2: the NL reminds me pretty much mostly of, like, the Eastern Conference when it comes to that in baseball, too. So, it's whatever. Because <laughs> the Dodgers got that ass beat. I think they won one game in, in both of those series. Yeah,
1: I think so too, man. I mean,
2: so I don't really care. You know, uh, like,
1: they, they went to game seven against the Astros. That was a Oh, yeah,
2: game fight. seven against the Astros. They did put up a fight against the Astros, but the Red Sox beat that ass.
1: Yeah, Red Sox smashed them. <laughs> so, but they made it to back-to-back World Series, so that's really impressive in baseball. That's a really yeah. tough feat to do in such it a really long is. season. And, he, I mean, they are the number one spending team in the league, I'm pretty sure. Yes. It, especially in the National League, the Dodgers, and they, they were paying everybody out at, at the end of last year. They went all in and didn't do shit.
2: <laughs> Can't they do that for the Lakers, bro? <laughs> but,
1: yeah, I mean, it's just funny. The press conference was hilarious because this dude's talking, you know, like this was his weekend job at Target. <laughs> <And he's> like,
2: <laughs> if you haven't heard this clip, as a matter of fact, let's play that clip right here. Yeah. Let's play that clip right here.
3: I've been talking to people walking here, we've been talking about next year, and I'm sitting there saying, I'm not gonna be here. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: there you hear that shit, like, this dude says, and I'm not gonna be here, like.
2: <laughs> and you should see him shaking his head, yo. He's got his eyes all wide open with his big milk head, and he's like, no. <laughs> How funny,
1: bro. Like, he just knew, man, and I mean he he got punked out really bad though he got punked out by the pelicans who publicly yeah. aired out you know what he was offering which was basically the dumbest trade move in history they kept asking for more and then they leaked out you know that the lakers were basically willing to give the farm away for anthony davis Right. The Pelicans didn't even let the trade happen. They just kind of punked him out. And then I think the bigger move, the one that might have led to to him quitting was the article about Jerry West laughing at him. Uh, They got magic to trade Zubak to the Clippers there at the trade deadline. Uh, Zubak, very good prospect, very good up and coming, very young center. And I don't know why they would have got rid of him like that's a dude you should keep especially on a cheap contract they cheap said ass Jerry, contract that Jerry West and Doc Rivers were both laughing so hard that they got the joke. Like you just got finessed bro. By like 92 year old Jerry West or however
2: <laughs> logo for real the, the, the <laughs> logo, bro. And that's why he is the logo. Jerry West did get him pretty good. You know? Um, and he was basically just showing him who's the real boss in LA. Like, <laughs> and there's nothing else to it. I mean,
1: yeah. So Jerry West, uh, already has office in the Staples Center, he may be a top uh, choice to lead the Lakers here. Uh, you know, Jerry West did build the Golden State team that's been dominating the league the past couple of years.
2: This is true. It would take yeah. a lot of money to pull him away, though, from the Clippers at this point.
1: Yeah, it would, but come on, man. Like the Sharon it's Arena and which team got more money? The Clippers. And,
2: he, and he is a former Laker. I mean, you got to give yeah. him that.
1: And he's a former GM for the Lakers, too. They're, right. So, I think he built the Showtime teams in the 80s. Yeah. So, I mean, very experienced, probably the GOAT back office player in the NBA. And as a player, they made the logo out of him. So, right. Know, this is one of the, the best basketball minds of all time. Yeah, Jerry, put some respect
2: uh, on his name. Yeah. <laughs> so... And yeah. they play, they they just play magic out. And I I feel bad cause I, I love magic for one. I always support my brothers, you know, my black brothers. Cause he, there, there's very few far between that they come in and be in these types of positions, but he kind of did it to himself at this point. Cause there was just a lot of uh, mismanagement on his behalf as far as how he handles things. And that, this has always been a consistent thing. Um, I know he wants to be, but I, I also heard one of the things, and I thought this was kind of cool is that he, <clears throat> you know, he wanted to, uh, it was one of those things like he he had to make a decision that he wanted to help mentor like a Ben yeah. Simmons and he couldn 't talk to him, you know things like that because it'd be considered tampering, so yeah. I get that part of it um, I actually like that that aspect of it just because of the fact that he is a great basketball mind. He is one of the greatest basketball players of all time, so being able to share that knowledge with, with these younger cats who really don 't understand the game as well or didn 't grow up in that era, these cats weren't they were in their parents in his dad's nutsack at that time they wouldn't have any idea of how magic johnson played or any of that kind of stuff except for watching on film so being able to actually rack the man's brain has to be good because outside of that he's a he's a tremendous businessman like you can't you can't can't hate on him for that for that right there but this was like his uh his part-time job when he came to the lakers because he was just like "Uh, i'm not gonna be here next year (laughs) yeah like Oh, shit. He owns all the movie too. theaters, so he's like, man, I, I got movies in the Dodgers, so I'm not fucking with y'all.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's a disaster. I don't know what they're going to do. Obviously, they're going to make a play probably at Anthony Davis. They sure. have a chance of drafting Zion in the first round if they win the lottery.
2: Here Which could happen. Month.
1: And uh, they've got some money, some cap space, because the people that Magic did sign, old-ass Rondo, old-ass Lance Stevenson, uh, whoever these other people that they were trucking out there, these dudes are are all on one year contracts, so they're out of there. So he left the next person there. Uh, as long as they can put a good squad there around LeBron, you know they might have a contender out there really quickly. They'll have at least a good draft pick in for draft. sure. So well, the other
2: debacle part of this too is like literally two days after Magic Johnson quits, they fire Luke Walton, or they agreed to mutually part ways. And then two days after that, Luke Walton becomes the head coach of the Sacramento Kings.
1: Yeah, and that was another thing Magic had brought up is he didn't want to fire Luke Walton. Um, so he didn't want to get in the middle of that. And, I mean, I could see that. He's... <laughs> as long as they don't put Magic Johnson on TNT again, like good luck, <laughs> good luck in your future ventures. <laughs> like he would make players only worse.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's already one. one of the worst, worst broadcasting things I see on TV all the time.
1: Girls' soccer got better broadcasters than them.
2: <laughs> for real, and then they got Karam Butler growing, who gets a hair transplant on there too. He's on there on the other half. Uh, the Karam Butler man—that I know you saw that. The Karan <laughs> yo, everybody was roasting Karam Butler <laughs> with that. His man, my man's been boss since like 2000, and then all of a sudden he comes on with a with a wig. Or basically like a male lace front um, that wasn't done very well because <laughs> you could see like the back side of it wasn't even cut down right. It's got waves on it, like nigga, you didn't grow hair in two days. Um, <laughs> we saw you like got, the got waves. <laughs> yeah, it's like we we've seen you, Doug. Like, hey, Karan, I love you, bro. Uh, you, you're you're you Cat. Like, I love you, bro. But you not finna do. Don't do this to me like this. <laughs> don't do me like this, bro. Uh, yeah, no, it, th- that's just hilarious, man. It, it <laughs> uh, Magic got them in shambles, though. It was it was just really one of those funnier aspects of sports. Yeah. Um, so you
1: brought up Luke Walton uh, going to the Sacramento Kings here, yeah. and obviously we don't know what kind of moves the Lakers might make in free agency, or what kind of moves the the Kings might make in free agency. And right. one thing is, shout out to Vlade Divac, who's the GM of uh the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. And he fired or he traded away to Marcus Cousins two years ago and he said, if we're not a better team in two years, you know, hold me accountable and I'll quit. And they were a better team in two years somehow after trading away, you know, their their cornerstone and their franchise player. True Marcus Cousins. So he, he's been doing a great job there consistently, quietly over the past couple of years. But do you think uh, you know, not knowing who the Lakers are gonna have just having LeBron on their team, will they be? Will they have a better record than the Sacramento Kings next year with Luke Walton?
2: Um, uh, uh, that's a that's actually a tough question. That that could be a possibility. I th- I think I think LeBron should still. I think he's going to come back with vengeance because he's never had this kind of mark on his record for sure. Like he hasn't missed. He hasn't made playoffs. This is the first time he's missed okay. playoffs since his rookie year.
1: Hey, so we're talking about Russell Westbrook padding stats, right? LeBron was padding Eastern Conference Finals wins.
2: (laughs) Straight finals.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean? This dude was padding the Eastern Conference Finals every year.
2: Look, I I get it, but the Cleveland Cavaliers is the worst team. It was one of the top three worst teams in all of basketball. So it doesn't matter, East Coast, West Coast. Um, Dan Gilbert and that team out there is just one of the worst in general. Um, so I do give him some credit because that again, they haven't been great since Craig Elo days. We're talking like, and that's that's like the only time they made a run was like during those three years. And before that and after that, until LeBron got there, they were terrible. So I don't know. I can't, I can't call it per se. He he definitely was padding a little bit just because he stayed on the East and there wasn't a lot of competition. We know there was no competition. Um, (laughs) <laughs> there wasn't, but uh, he had to make the most of it. Now he did go to the West, and yes, he he did he did not look very good in his first year. Though he did have the stats, um, can't say that he didn't perform. It's he just got that. hurt. He got hurt, and the team – the team was actually hot before he got hurt. They were playing really well, and I think just all of the shit that happened with the whole Anthony Davis thing and his and his agent uh, as far as for uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron's agent kind of giving out all the information and then leaked out to everywhere, uh, that definitely hurt them very badly because uh, they were on a streak, and then those young players just got taken out of it, like their mental – just got completely taken out of it after they heard they were getting traded. Like they're young and they just stopped playing. Um, so <clears throat> do, do I think that the Sacramento Kings can have a better record than the Lakers? I think it's a possibility, but I, but I really believe that a, they're going to get another piece because it is LA um, and LeBron, I think will not allow anything like that to happen. Unless again, a major injury happens. He's never had an injury that bad. He's never missed that many games um so I think it was just like a culmination of everything um I don't think Luke Walton's a great coach just in my opinion um he had the pieces before LeBron got there I mean when they had D'Angelo Russell he was just coming off of that but I, I think that they could have been better uh the year before and they were still terrible so when they got LeBron and they were still terrible but not as terrible as they were the year before I think Luke Walton is overrated that's just my my, but the Kings uh, have
1: a good team. Let's The
2: Kings do have a good team, but it Buddy Heald's Buddy Heal's good. Um I, I really like um yeah, Bagley. Uh Bagley's playing well. Willie Collie Stein played pretty decent last year. Mm-hmm. Uh DeAaron Fox, that's who I was thinking De'Aaron of. De'Aaron Fox. Fox is actually a stud. I really like De'Aaron Fox. I mean, they got um
1: so, and they're going to get another lottery pick again this year. They've been drafting really well, low-key. Yeah, I
2: think they they did for the last couple of years of how bad the players, the amount of players that's come out, because I I don't really think the last two draft classes were really good at all. Um, they were actually able to grab some decent players out of there. So, I do agree there. Um, yeah, and they got but,
1: Buddy healed from the Cousins trade. right. So that that's turned out I to just, be I'm just
2: not player. I'm just not thinking that that Luke Walton is the answer. I think they they jumped the gun on trying to grab Luke Walton. I don't think he's a great coach. It, it's very eager better than, than whoever they be. had. Could be. Who I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah. Again, I don't I don't think that the Lakers is not a fair comparison because he had only 2 years for one um, and that team was terrible. So he's going to take a team that's not as terrible, but they're still far away. They're not, they're not like they're going to be contending here soon or anything like that. But they can definitely hopefully push for an eight seed in the West if they can bump one of those teams out. They'd have to play really well. I just don't know if Luke Walton has that in him.
1: Do you get think the- Ty Lue is going to do a better job with the Lakers L-no. than Luke Walton did?
2: Hell no. Ty Lue is going to do the same exact thing he did in Cleveland and just sit there
1: and let lebron call the plays
2: and let lebron call the plays and eventually he's going to end up crossed up on the floor like allen iverson did to him back in the 2000s finals and he <laughs>
1: step over. he's going to get stepped over he's
2: going to get stepped over because stepped on and stepped over um because yeah i heard that they're they've reached out to him and they're going to go out there uh, and I was like, "Damn, y'all are stupid if y'all go get Tyloo, like for real, for real, y'all are well,
1: You need to get a yes man for LeBron, and tylu 's proven.
2: At this point, the, you know what? If I'm if I'm if I'm Genie Bus, I would tell you, my name is Genie Bus, and we're the L.A. Lakers. Fuck you, LeBron. If that's what it's going to come, come down to, um, it doesn't need to be. It doesn't need to be that way. Because honestly, LeBron could go away right now, and another person will go there, and they probably make that team really good. Uh, just to be honest, um, and I'm a big LeBron fan. I'm so big, would the
1: Lakers be better? It with Durant instead of LeBron, LeBron.
2: No, I would say no, and the only reason why is because Durant is not a leader, and Durant doesn't do everything LeBron does. But I think if you were to add somebody with with more of an impact, like I remember when Kobe, Steph Curry. Uh, yeah, Steph Curry, or uh, even a Chris Paul, even Chris Paul could make that team better because he's a, he's a true leader, even without being uh, having the playoff experience. Chris Paul is a true leader. Um, that's why they blocked that trade back in the day. Um, for when, when they were going to pick him up for in that trade. Yeah. Uh, and they were going to get him from New Orleans at that time or Charlotte at that time. And uh, th- that trade got blocked. I thought that was weak as shit because that would have been tight to have Kobe and Chris Paul together. Um, but, you know, somebody like that definitely could make an impact. There are impact players out there um, that could definitely add to that team too. A lot of people just are, are looking at LeBron as, as the scapegoat for the most part. I think it's a culmination of everything um together but yeah i mean we'll see we got the playoffs starting right now and these playoffs have been kind of um i think the first rounds is the first round of course uh a lot of these teams are getting their asses whooped and blowouts left and right um it hasn't really been any really close games i think the closest game i've seen for our game one was the indiana and uh celtics game yeah so that was like the closest game one that i've seen for the most part all the rest of these are are pretty much blowouts um the Jazz got blew out game one uh the Nuggets got blew out game one the Clippers got blew out game one the Nets just got blew out last uh today um just now <laughs> uh so most of these games are, are blowouts we'll, we'll hopefully start seeing some tighter competition here in a second um once these once the next round goes through um <clears throat> but I mean how it's shaking out eh, we'll see um but, yeah, basketball, basketball is uh, picking up, and we're going to see the end of this playoffs, and we'll kind of get into more playoffs definitely as they go. Um, nothing really right now to watch. There's nothing really exciting about it. It's just it's, it's first round. It's the worst teams against the, uh, the best teams, and pretty much the best teams are playing the way that they're supposed to, and the rest of the teams aren't. I mean, the only shocker I had in there was the Nets beating uh, the Philly on that first game.
1: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, Orlando won two against.
2: Oh, yeah, in Orlando. Sorry, that's a, that's the other one I was thinking about. That was kind of a shocker. But that's Toronto, though. So, yeah, let's talk about that for a second because yeah. I've, been roasting, I've been roasting Kyle Lowry ass all weekend um, <laughs> on Twitter because playoff Kyle Lowry is never ready. Like, <laughs> he is the worst playoff basketball player I've ever seen. I think this is the second year in a row he's had a zero-point game. He had a zero-point yeah. game last year.
1: Yep, last year he had a zero-point game against the I'm like,
2: how, do, how the fuck – yo, bro, like, how do you do that, Doug? Like, how do you really put up zero points in the playoffs? Like, you're supposed to be a elite or at least a top 15 player in your position. Um, and I would definitely put Kyle Lowry in the top 15 of point guards. But yeah. the man is terrible in the playoffs. Like, bro – over two times in the playoffs, and he usually averages only like 13 points in the playoffs. I think it was his average. Like, he's terrible.
1: I've scored zero points in NBA playoffs.
2: <laughs> We've all scored zero. Points. I put up as much points as Kyle Lowry did zero at least nah, he had seven attempts, though. So, I mean, you that's that,
1: you threw that Wendy's wrapper into the trash can from across the room. <laughs> you know, <he> <laughs>
2: I hit a beer pong shot like two years ago. That was better than hey. <laughs> Kyle Lowry That's didn't. The, he did it. Oh my God. Like Toronto, t- Toronto is just the culmination of Drake. Um, <laughs> everything Drake touches they, they just do terribly. Like outside of his self and his, you know, his music, uh, Drake is like, and it's funny. Cause they had this, this stat or this thing, like every time they put it up every year, every time Drake reps something that team loses Kentucky, um, who who was it there was like a, a, a football team that he was he was repping with and they lost and everybody was like oh give him get him a tb12 jersey so the they can lose <laughs> um and of course he's the sports ambassador he's the ambassador of the raptors um for toronto and man they just suck, man. Even with Kawhi Leonard, why rooting for Alabama. This yeah, year. Alabama. That was the other one. Alabama. <laughs> they lost. He he screwed everybody up, man. And he said something about Philly the other year. Uh, what was it? The the uh, not last year, but um or no, the Rams. He went with the Rams.
1: I remember when uh, there was like four NBA t- or when there was like the NFC and the AFC championship, and he wore the jacket with all four teams on and shit. Yeah.
2: <laughs> And it's like uh, Toronto just has that that bad juju over there, bro. Like, they just need to get rid of Kyle Lowry. Either Kyle Lowry needs to step up or he just needs to retire because he has no – he has, like, no clutch gene. He has nothing. nothing. Like, I don't understand how a player of his stature can do so badly and poorly in the playoffs, like, in front of his home crowd and everything. um, He just performs poorly. Like, Kawhi was really trying to do everything. Like, Kawhi kept him in the game. Um, And Siakam kept him in the game but Kyle Lowry was nowhere to be found again for like the fifth year in a row, (laughs) like every time. Uh, It's just insane. It's insane how, how terrible they do. They're in the top three of the East every year, pretty much. And they never get out of the first round. Like it it makes zero sense, man. It is so funny. Um, and then I shared a, a video when I, I had never seen it of Kevin Hart blocking the shit out of Kyle Lowry, and it just made me think, like, this is why this type of stuff happens because you out here getting hooped on by Kevin Hart. <laughs> like, come on, Kyle Lowry. Oh, Kyle man.
1: Lowry, man.
2: If you yeah. ever listen to this podcast, I don't care. Fight me, nigga, because you're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you can fight me, dog, because I know I'm going to win.
1: <laughs> You'll block him like Kevin Hart.
2: Yeah, I'm just going to block his shot, and you're going to go over. <laughs> Try to throw a punch, and you're going to go over, too. So <laughs> so you can just be mad, bro. Oh,
3: shit.
2: You can just be mad. Uh man. But yeah, that's kind of our basketball
3: talk.
0: That's the antidote.
3: Yeah, you gon' tour the hang motherfucking numbers. Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gon' spit on this whippin' that yeah. pride. I don't got shit to prove, you know what I'm sayin'? Young old head niggas, red ass niggas. I was in the kitchen choppin'. Whoa, kitty! You know yeah. Yeah. yeah, whippin' that Richard pride. Chicken come in the south, get it hard fried. I just can't do what's up with the frog guys. Got that Afghani dope with the malt ties. Fuck the block at your top, throw the block away. Beat the cages like I be animate. Shit, boba, pussy, yes, nigga, boba, shit, I don't get shit for pussy ass nigga, but why I don't got shit for pussy ass nigga, but knuckles and how to tip. I just put monkey nuts on my chop stick. I just knock off an arm and that chop a hit. From my cousin in the back and he lost a brick. Cut that nigga off, like he a nagging bitch. Got my house and my whip and your bitch and this drip on my neck and my wrist off that pile of shit. Suck me off as automatic. You can wipe the hocus out of head. And I ain't never had an OG. Most of old head niggas rat it. Carolina Park, came Train, I'm the big Lord Bunny Rabbit. Beans fully automatic. Chopper fully automatic. She gon' suck me off as automatic. You can wipe the hocus out of head. And I ain't never had an OG. Most of old head niggas rat it. All the young niggas know me. And the gang gang got it. Get it. Gang, gang, get it, tatty sitting the and got it, teddy. Yeah, yo, got me fucking with the Maddox Finna wrap this crack up in the plastic Sent your bitch to under under seven-hour flight The horn, ain't bring no baggage Streets. We got a heat seeker, push a pussy nigga off the planet. i God, so you niggas had a rhyme. I could shoot a nigga in the face and make the bomb. Knock him out his time. Over 500 degrees when I cook a nigga. Fuck police, leases, I go on the run for, but just let him book a nigga. Cop that new GGR, report out the garage on you pussy niggas. Being fully automatic. Chopper fully automatic. She gon' suck me off, it's automatic. You can wipe the hoax out of head. it. And I ain't never had an OG, most of them old head niggas rat it. All the young niggas know me and the gang gang got it tatted. Being fully automatic, chopper fully automatic. She gon' suck me off a You can wipe the hocus out of me And I ain't never had an OG, most of them old head niggas rat it. All the young niggas know me and the gang gang got it tatted.
0: I
2: like to. Let's talk about a real a real sports uh, story that just – oh, man, I'm so hype. I love it. It was one of the biggest uh, sports spectacles and one of the biggest failures that happened for Las Vegas over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, Tiger Woods coming back from the depths and the pits of hell um, and being able to come back from everything that he has – and was able to win a master's, man, After since 2009 was his last win or 2008. Uh, yeah, War, actual his, major win. His,
1: his first master since 2005.
2: First master since 05.
1: And he had won four in like eight years before that. He hadn't won one in 14 years. He had in his first major since, uh, I think, 2008 in 11 years. He wins his fifth green jacket. It's amazing uh, because... I mean, there's never really been a story quite like Tiger Woods before. You know, someone so dominant, maybe on track to become the goat of all time of all sports, right. just how he was dominating the game. Then, at the same time, you know, he has probably the biggest fall from grace of anybody ever, besides yeah, maybe, real talk, o- man. besides maybe OJ Simpson
2: and Pete Rose.
1: Yeah, besides those guys, but I mean, epic on that. <laughs> To, to fall that high you have to be that high on the
2: mountain yeah for sure his was definitely the biggest like we we, we can compare across all sports and everything like that but definitely his was the biggest by far
1: yeah and it was kind of you know it was the timing of it that really blew everything up because this is when social media is first blowing up and uh, so you get you know everything just kind of goes viral because the story is just so crazy right he's all hopped up on pills and he drives and crashes into a tree or something and then his wife comes and smashes a golf club through the back window. Right. And you know, this dude had never had any scandal or anything like that in his life. And just all these women start coming out of the woodwork, like every village in and Denny's waitress <laughs> that he'd ever been to, like, you know, has been dating him and stuff and his marriage falls apart. On top of that, he goes, you know, through a bunch of injuries
2: Man, every major injury that there could I – mean his
1: ACL. Tore
2: his ACL in one – was it at the U.S. Open? Mm-hmm. And on a torn ACL. That was his last major. Yeah, that was his last major. Yep, on a torn ACL. Um, then he sprains his MCL, has three back surgeries three years in a row, didn't even think that he might be able to even barely walk again, let alone play golf.
1: Yeah, and he didn't play at all two years ago right on the pga tour i think it, they said from like 2013 to 2017 he played uh, 17 tournaments
2: and he was so bad that he fell out of the top 1000 players yeah. like, it wasn't even like it wasn't even like he was you know he, he like you said he fell from grace he like fell like he he definitely hit pacific rim and mm. the Mar- Mariana trench like that's how deep he went <laughs> like for real he's like way down there and he was able to climb back, and and fuck Vegas. <laughs> yeah, <it> so was-
1: <laughs> the biggest uh, liability ever at the William Hill sports book, one of the biggest sports book in Vegas. The biggest liability they've ever had on a single bet, and uh, ever on a golf bet was uh, this guy on Thursday, uh, right before the tournament on Wednesday. Puts an eighty-five thousand dollar bet on Tiger Woods at fourteen to one odds to win almost one point two million dollars, yep. and and Tiger paid it.
2: Yep, Tiger came back and won it for him. And uh, I mean, and so much stuff was talked about. It. We we talked about all the videos and how many people were just talking about Tiger from Shannon Sharp to Stephen A. to whoever. Basically, everybody. Tiger
1: Woods, right? So right. I mean. Almost anyone in the world probably can name Tiger Woods. Absolutely. Right? So it's probably like Michael Jackson, Tiger Woods, and the Pope.
2: And Michael Jordan.
1: And Michael Jordan, right? Yep.
2: And
1: and Tiger Woods is the only one that's like current. Yeah. Like, you know, in the last 15 years, 20 years, whatever, Tiger Woods is like kind of current. So, you know, everybody knows him. And so, of course, he's going to get roasted harder than anybody else
2: for real man uh, Just
1: you know nobody everybody counted this dude out
2: yeah for sure and, and with all the stuff that he had with the off the off the the course issues you know um the cheating scandals and
1: which by the way those are all personal like issues like yeah he didn't he wasn't out there hurting anybody like he he just had personal problems and you know, he wasn't a criminal or anything. He did get arrested for D.Y. I think even last year he got arrested for D.Y. You ever, You seen that? Remember that mugshot? Yeah,
2: that mugshot.
1: <laughs> Bro, he looked like he just took a dab and, like, stopped coughing for a second to take a picture.
2: <laughs> Real talk. Uh, it, yeah, like you said, they're all personal issues. But when you're a star, the, the magnitude of he he is, when you're talking about Tiger Woods, again, he's – like you said, he's, he was on pace for being the GOAT, and he definitely was this generation's GOAT. Like Nobody had seen anybody who could golf like that since uh, Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicholas for sure. Of course, they had Phil Mickelson, but Phil was always a second fiddle to Tiger Woods, always. Right. They would trade off every now and then, but Tiger dominated all the other tournaments in between until the major championships came. Um, and then they would kind of trade off every now and then. But even then um, he's tied Tigers tied second for most master wins with his fifth jacket behind mm-hmm. Jack Nicholas and shout out to Jack Nicholas for giving him a shout out on Twitter. I thought that was super dope. Um, showing mad respect for, you know, a legend of his stature still showing respect for someone like Tiger Woods. Um, <clears throat> and again, he's a black man too. So it's like, um, you know, every, every black man was going for him pretty yeah. much. Unless you're Stephen A. Smith. Um, <laughs> uh but real talk it was like you know again falling from grace like the biggest fall from grace but the man played outstanding this weekend like man and in rounds two and three he was just so on top of his game and in round one it wasn't like he played bad it was just that he kept himself in position and that was a good that's what he needed to do that's all he needed to do was play in position And he put himself into a position where he could make a move. And on rounds two and three, he really did that. Like, man, watching some of that golfing was like – it brought me back to when I saw him uh, sink that huge putt. And I think that was the open. And he he sunk that long putt to win it. And it was just like, damn, he kind of felt that same buzz. And I really loved seeing that out of Tiger and seeing the hype and the excitement. And he's got his fist pumping and he's got his arms in the air and the crowd is just going nuts. Like, that's that's real sports shit right there.
1: Yeah, and, it, you know, watching it kind of gives you nostalgia too, you know, reminds you of a simpler time and shit when, you know, kind of just kind of brings closure and brings peace to everything. It was just awesome, man, just to For see real. this guy, to you know, not just come back but to come back now and win the masters again and and just prove that he is one of the goats uh, of all time and at all of sports he's 43 years old now man
2: yeah 43 he's almost damn near on the seat on the senior tour (laughs) <laughs> still doing it. Still doing it, man. Oh
1: yeah, I mean, like he still looks really young and still looks like Tiger. But when he takes off his hat, bro, he
2: looks... <laughs> when he takes off his hat, he looks forty three for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah, he look like Brillo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> them jeans are starting to run out a little bit. That's from wearing them hats all the time. So I said, I, said, I got to stop wearing hats as much. Let my son, let my scalp get some sun out here, so I don't go bald before I'm thirty five.
1: Yeah, get that oh, Smino man. silk hoodie, bro, don't mess <laughs> with the hair.
2: Get that Smino hoodie, man. Zero fatigue. Zero fatigue, for real, man. Um, and it was even dope. In, as much as, as, as uh, you know, everybody hates Trump for the most part, um, he at least is – I think he was being a little extra <laughs> for wanting to give him a medal, but shit, all right, whatever. Now he's uh, giving, him, do, yeah, he's do, giving him
1: the medal. Uh, was it the Freedom Medal? Is that what it's yeah, called?
2: Yeah, the, the Medal of Freedom. Um,
1: so it's the highest honor a civilian can receive in america and
2: um which is really dope but funny as shit because he didn't like save a life or something he just so
1: so also too like since you're bringing up trump it's the first thing i ever seen in my life that trump and obama both agreed on was when they both like gave props to tiger woods the master (laughs) room talk though
2: Real talk, though. <laughs> Obama did give his props as well, so you got Obama and Trump on the same page um, for one time in history. Isn't yeah. that awesome? And
1: and uh, like Tiger Woods does a lot of business with Donald Trump. Let's mention that too. Like he yeah. does his golf courses. Uh, oh yeah, for sure. New Trump course in Dubai is being designed by Tiger, so they're homies. But they're all probably homies anyway.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, that's all money, man. And, you know, um, but I mean, just to see him, though. No, I mean, again, I remember when he lost his his Nike, um, when when that whole thing of his candle and the DUI and the crash in the truck and everything like that, he lost his Nike contract.
1: He lost like, his AT&T, like a whole bunch he of stuff. lost
2: his AT&T. And they, they ripped everything from him right then and there. And he, he, Buick, he couldn't be human.
1: Buick, uh, Tag
0: Heuer.
2: Yeah. Yep he couldn't be human. So, you know, everybody makes mistakes and everybody's not, you know, not everybody is, is always going to be the best person and you will always strive to be the best person that you can be. But definitely they did not hesitate to, to pull that from him though. They didn't hesitate it at all. And uh, I think that was, that was something that definitely resonated in my mind at a young age because right when that happened, I think it was, I don't know, just, turning 18 19 years old maybe and uh, <clears throat> he you know he, again you like you said he fell from grace and it was just like they took everything from him as quickly as they could no matter what the situation was no matter uh you know again and we see it and we see it now we talk about it all the time on this show all the shit that humans do across the planet and don't get in trouble for it or nothing happens to them he was the he was like one of the first ones especially a black man uh getting pulled out right away and they took that shit from so fast it was like literally hours after the shit happened it's gone and he had nothing nothing to really show for it and then went through a bunch of things after that with his with his own health and everything else and was able to get back to where he's at right now and that's sitting on top of the world um played some of his best golf that he's he's definitely played in 14 years that's for sure
1: <laughs> oh, yeah and i i was reading an article back a couple of months ago from when he won his first tournament he won the in atlanta he won the uh like tour championship or whatever the fedex cup tournament was yeah. and they were talking about how uh after he had his second back fusion surgery like they had to like remove the messed up discs in his back and fuse his vertebrae together or some shit some crazy right. shit like they didn't know if he would ever walk again and um after that he just fired his whole team like he fired his swing coach and right fired uh everybody except for his chef and then like his business partner and his caddy that that's it and that's like his only entourage every once in a while his kids and his girl will join him yep but that, that's why yes he, he got rid of his yeah he's got a new girl cool
2: it was lindsey Vaughn.
1: <laughs> yeah so you know i was talking about the the village and waitresses and all that his new girl he met her because she's the general manager of his restaurant <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh so he brought her in and then he was like oh
1: <laughs> so he's been yeah i mean <laughs> don't shit where you eat but that's what we're talking about
2: he's definitely shouldn't where he eats in that yeah, situation like, <laughs>
1: So, I mean, he probably just started a restaurant so that he could find his next wife. Let's be
0: real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, he has a type, knows what it is. So, he, well, he likes restaurant chicks. Let's just start a restaurant. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not like Tiger Woods could go on Tinder. Right? right? <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, no. If, if he did, he would change his name. <laughs> Eldrick. Like could go I, by Eldrick. Yeah, or or Hyger. Tiger um, so Tiger <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> All jokes aside, okay, man. No, like,
1: but that was funny though. Let me when they brought out like his voicemail messages that he was leaving the girls, he's like, Hi, oh, this yeah. tiger. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Hi,
1: this is tiger. Hi, this is tiger.
2: hey this is tiger. <laughs> you want to go out for uh 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 afternoon delight? <laughs> this is Tiger, would you
1: like to go for some soft serve? <laughs> <For> some serve. <laughs> all right, now all jokes aside, we're we'll about to. I'm
2: oh, sorry, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta let me laugh that without. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh shit! All jokes aside, though, as would say, all jokes aside, this is a great sports story, though. <laughs>
1: It's a great American story, though. Like, right? The yeah. American story is overcoming adversity, um, going through challenges, and just crushing them and destroying them and showing the world that you're the fucking man.
2: Yeah, and taking Vegas for its money at the same. And time.
1: And taking Vegas for its money at the same time. So, like, Tiger won all oh, two point two million dollars or something, and this dude won like half of that.
2: This dude. No, won I think the- I think the purse was eleven. That's the that's the so yeah that's
1: the total purse.
2: Oh, that's the total purse. Okay, yeah. yeah so
1: yeah. he got like two point two. I think second place got like eight hundred thousand. So the dude who put the eighty five thousand dollar bet down one more than the second place.
2: <laughs> what a come up! And that's, that's, a, that's the a
1: American story. Though. That's the American story.
2: That is the American story.
1: <laughs> the American dream.
2: The American Americans was built on betting, baby. Who's always been betting on something. <laughs> Even going back to the Boston Tea Party, we was betting that they wasn't going to do shit. Yeah. They did, but we won. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we was betting that if they did shit, we are going to whoop them at fucking ass.
2: <laughs> For real.
1: Come over here, little red coat wig wearing ass <laughs> motherfucker. <my> <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, mean, I mean, that's the realest
2: shit ever. <laughs> And he's but man it was like it was very emotional to watch it um <clears throat> at least for me because i I used to actually golf at a young age when I was like in my freshman year in high school and stuff like that so of course I looked up the tiger tiger was the best in the world still at that time um and it, just to see him actually just kind of still at 43 years old just just come back from everything that he has and was able to make things happen for himself um I love that and even all the other players that were on the on the on the actual course with him like they were interviewing the second place dude and they were asking questions about tiger like they didn't even talk to him about himself yeah (laughs) like like, oh yeah you just did pretty well you play second um of course you got beat by tiger woods but uh yeah and it's like it's funny because it was like they were talking they were talking to uh him about Tiger but everybody was so happy to do it because everybody was happy for him and how he played and how well he played and it it was just a great story man it was just a great story it really turned out to be one of the best things that happened this weekend for sure
1: oh most definitely you know uh probably be the biggest sports story of the year it's going to be a tough one to top because you know all the adversity he had to overcome and hard work excellence determination always you know always rises to the top that's what it's all comes down to the things that you can control you can show up and and bust your ass and prove to the world that you're the best even after the world's shit on you and thrown you away and thrown you to the side
2: yeah pretty much because that
1: you know who was who on tv was talking positively about tiger you know nobody yeah everybody was calling him washed
2: Yep, everybody, every sportscaster, everybody who does a podcast, everybody who talks about sports, they were all talking about how Tiger had fallen from grace and that he needed to retire and that he was washed and um, he was no longer the same player, any of that kind of stuff. That's everything that they talked about. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's like the biggest slap in the face that you can give back to them. Like not only did he slap him, he like backhanded him. <laughs> it was like a backhand slap <laughs> uh, and back at everybody. Like, shut up. Uh, Cause it was, it was definitely one of those things. Like, man, everybody was against him and nobody wanted to see him get there. And then he got there. But not the only people that. we were
1: always behind him. The crowd, you know what I mean? Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The real golf fans. That's the, the thing. It's
1: like the, the whole scenario is a media concoction in the first place. But the people always were supporting Tiger, and that roar when he won the tournament and the crowd chanting Tiger, like I've never seen golf fans chanting like that since Billy Madison won whatever tournament.
2: <laughs> the Billy Madison won oh,
1: Happy Gilmore, sorry, since Happy yeah. Gilmore Happy
2: won. Gilmore. <laughs> pretty much, I mean that's that's pretty much the equivalent. <laughs> and then, uh, well, and I think the probably the one of the best moments was. Him giving his son the biggest hug in the Mm -hmm. world on camera, and they captured it, and it looked reminiscent of how his dad, before he passed, gave him this big, huge hug the first time um, for the first time that he won his championship and took home a major. Um, His pops gave him a huge hug, and uh, I I really loved that part because he had his son and he had his daughter right there uh, to be able to celebrate, and his mom was able to give his mom
1: that he hugged his dad.
2: Yep, same spot where he hugged his dad at at his master's, you know, for the first master's. So that was a really heartwarming, uh, touching moment, you know, definitely, again, for somebody who's fallen from grace as he has. And not only that, he's going to get a medal of freedom out of it. I mean, uh, I guess Trump is giving them out all (laughs) willy-nilly. Shit. (laughs) Nipsey one. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> can we get Nipsey one shit? Well
1: you know Trump ain't giving Nipsey a Hell
2: no. <laughs> Not one that Nipsey guy...
1: wouldn't want Trump to give him
2: one. No, no,
1: that's all respect. But Kanye might get one.
2: <laughs> he might turn into oh, might man. Turn into Coachella for that. <laughs> get him some Sunday service. <laughs> <laughs> Something. And that stupid broad from from Fox, she can she can go eat eat a dick for real. Uh, Whatever name, name? Ingram. What Ingram? Ingram. Like Ingram. Yeah, Ingram Candace or something like that. Candace yeah. Ingram? First of all, for talking shit on Nipsey. Oh,
1: Candace Owens, right? Candace Owens.
2: No, oh, yeah, her too. No, that's that's a whole <laughs> other situation. We're definitely going to talk on her because I got something for her ass too. Um, okay. Uh, no, yeah, it's yeah. One of the, I can't remember the chick from, from Fox who was talking shit about Nipsey and oh. had the wrong picture of him up, played the wrong song. You know how Fox yeah. does fox get the fuck out of here get the fuck out of here oh man you watch the, fox
1: news like unsubscribed from the antidote we're the complete opposite
2: yeah please please don't listen to this podcast because we're gonna shit all on fox because we don't like you yeah um, <laughs> and i'm sorry you're you're a shit human being for liking them because <laughs> i haven't heard any facts by them at all
1: yeah i mean all the media be lying anyway it's all bullshit
2: pretty much it's, it's, it's pretty all much side.
1: 2019 is just you know lie about everything and it's you know
2: and record it for the gram,
1: <laughs> Throw it <on> the gram.
2: <laughs> put it on the gram hey but man that's that we wanted to talk about that sports because that was that was a real deal man I, I was very happy to see that over the weekend uh yeah man so you've been tuning in with us and we appreciate y'all this is Man, we're getting up there. We're, we're approaching that 25, mm-hmm. 25th episode. We're going to be on there very soon. Um, yeah, I mean, this is this is great. We appreciate everybody who is listening, who's taking their time to to go to the website. Please make sure you go to the website. Tell your friends about it. Take the antidote.com. Uh, you can go on Spotify and listen to us. It all helps. It doesn't matter. You can go on the uh, Apple podcast app and you can find us. You can go on Stitcher and find us. You can go on YouTube and find us. We all over the place, man. Y'all just go look it up. It's the antidote podcast and take the antidote. You know, we got tags everywhere. If you fucking with us, post us, add us on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Follow us on Twitter. That's antidote poly. I'm DJ underscore Craftmatic with a C. Don't ever get it twisted with the K or none of that. It's Craftmatic, And we're on IG as well. Uh, Chicago go gadget. And this is DJ underscore craftmatic, man. So y'all got to go follow and go follow the page as well. Do all of that, man. Like, subscribe, share, do everything, man. And get just, at us. Yeah, get at us, man. We're just trying to put it out there for the people. So y'all come fuck with us, man. It's, this is The Antidote.
0: Please subscribe. Please leave us a five-star review. Take TakeTheAntidote.com.